Go ahead. Go ahead, skin it. Skin that smoke wagon and see what happens. We're not intimidated by thugs. Mugs, pugs, thugs. Litwits, halfwits, dimwits. Thug means never having to say you're sorry. Any thug can kill. I want you to take your ego out of the equation. Thug life. Bud White is a valuable officer. White's a mindless thug. Oh, hell yeah. They got robbers, thugs, drug dealers. Right, you name it. Got any thug in you? All right. Well, we're recording. Give us your gasoline. <laughs> now, before we get going. That's for Australia Day. Nice. This is the Shiner Chocolate Stout Birthday Beer. Taste it and give me the first two words that come to your mind. Yeah. <laughs> It's a slow drinking Tootsie beer. Tootsie roll. Uh, mine, cake and coffee. Not mm. coffee cake, but cake and <laughs> yes. coffee. Like a chocolate cake and a cup of coffee. Sort of, yeah. I mean, it's a good beer, but it, you can actually, it's the only time I've ever had a chocolate anything beer where I'm like, I can taste the fucking frosting. That's the only time I've had a chocolate beer that I didn't spit out. Mm-hmm. That. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm going to be running out and buying that. Oh, good Lord. In fact, now no. I don't have to. Yeah. Thanks to you. You're set. You are set. Oh, uh, I only have one note for a thing to talk about before we get into the scotch. Okay. I saw a shitty old pickup truck. Not sh- old, you know, like maybe 2000 to oh, 2005. My God. For sale with the price written in the rear window in shoe polish. I'd like you to read what the price was. Seventy six thousand two hundred and sixty three dollars and ninety five cents. Okay, then somebody had to have written that wrong. No, but <laughs> maybe not. Like, or maybe somebody's just maybe like. Maybe it's a time machine. This truck means a lot to me. It's got a lot of sentimental value, and my sentiment costs seventy six no. large. I am not giving this away. This this truck means something. All right, now shall I prepare us some yes. scotch? All yes. right, some. Uh, Glen, Glen Morangi, Glen yeah. Morangi, it's a good Scotch. Or as it's called in Highlander too. Ah, Glen Morangi, Glen Morangi, like Bucano. And yes. dude, your birthday's coming up soon. Bucana, so. yes, we are uh, celebrating it with large amount of meats mm-hmm. and then pinballs. Yes, which is surprisingly like yours. Oh yeah, yeah. So you know the full rundown, or is it? Oh yeah, wait, yeah, you do. You're invited on fucking Facebook. <laughs> when? Is that enough? That's funny. You want a little splash of? Yes, please. Pellegrino? All right. When, uh, when Nicole asked, I was like, well, it's meat, but I don't know how he feels about the Brazilian uh, steak on a sword places. I feel fabulous about so, it. So, all right. Hey, we're golden. Yep. Fucking steak on a sword. Steak on a sword. And it's, Your answer should have been, oh, yeah. yeah. And it's all you can goddamn eat. Right. Which means I'm going in hungry. I'm going to go And I'm looking to make a fucking dent. Yeah. If you need to take a nap after, that's cool. Uh-huh. And then we're going to pinballs. I am going to just commit a fucking war crime in the bathroom afterwards because I'm going to stake oh, it up. Oh, wait. You have filet mignon? <laughs> I have filet mignon and bacon. <laughs> oh, dude. If a guy, On a separate sword. A, a guy with just Hashtag a bacon sword. of sword, a sword 
a bacon sword. Right. Yes. <laughs> just, just We're having a sword up. fight on my birthday. <laughs> Finally. Gross. <laughs> mm. uh. Oh, scotch is fucking delicious. Yeah, we just have to figure out what tomorrow's hashtag, or tomorrow or Wednesday or whatever day's hashtag is going to be. God <sighs> damn it. What was wrong with me in my 20s? Yeah. That brief. Give me a minute. I'm sorry. Yes, it takes a moment there. So for those who don't, who haven't picked up on it, we are choosing a random hashtag that is trending every week. And one yeah. day, yeah, we are going, but fucking wild on it. Depending, on, <laughs> it depends. For me, my uh-huh. two cents on this is it has to be something as outrageous as. Well, first, my conversation back and forth with Jim on text was, uh, okay, that sounds like a good idea, but it has to be something as outrageous as Oscar's so white. His immediate rebuttal was... State of the Union? State of the Union. (laughs) (laughs) What's what's so funny is that gets down to the psychic fucking hive mind there where it's like, uh, here, (laughs) State of the Union? Uh, Yes, that's exactly what it needs to be. That'll do, pig. And for a while, I was literally just pulling the first sentence. I was hitting random page on Wikipedia and just taking the first sentence off of whatever it was. And then I started doing song lyrics. Yeah, same here. I did uh, Far From Over. Yeah. I did the beginning of Jesus Built My Hot Rod. I did all the lyrics of Bat Dance. Nice. Which was illuminating. (laughs) (laughs) And confirmed a lot of my thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. About the prince. I just, my friend Ken, it was so funny, at his party years ago, he'd put together this playlist and there was Bat Dance on it. He goes, remember when this song first came out and you didn't think it was that bad? And then you got older and you realized it was the worst thing that's ever been written? Fucking terrible. Like, yeah, this is... God, this is a fucking war crime. It yeah. is. I've got a few notes. Mm. All of, of Clarkson's little rants he has to get uh, out of the way before uh, we get into, uh, you know, fun. Have ate it. Last week I mentioned uh, what the Pope had uh, brought up mm-hmm. with, uh, what the hell was it, climate change or something? Yeah. yeah. Um, I forgot to mention this um, in the light of the Charlie Hebdo murders. Uh-huh. Um, the Pope said we can't critici- morally criticize anyone else's religion. Right. Yeah, we can but uh, why am I going to start following his rules now? Well, here's what gets me, is the people, there are a lot of folks who will throw out like, oh, see, the Pope says that our capitalist society is going to destroy us all. Cool, he also says you can't make fun of other religions, and he's against abortion. So yeah, are you yeah. falling in line with those? No, then shut the fuck up. Right. Stop picking and choosing. Stop cherry picking. Stop being a... Stop being a Catholic. It worked for me. <laughs> Same here. As my sister uh, jokes, Jim gave up Catholicism for Lent. And I go, I gave up Catholicism for Lent when I was 17. And I found out that my life was so much better without it that I didn't go back. I think that was sort of the point of fasting. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I think last week I actually said Jim uh, can contested this. I meant a test. Uh-huh. And I had zero alcohol. Right. So hopefully the Scotch will write it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <clears throat> yeah, I just read. Yeah, you did. I just did. Just now, just learned how to do it. Oh, um, interesting. Everyone's very proud of you. I know. Um, over the Guardian, the UK Guardian, uh, that Jewish and former EU leaders are calling for Europe to have a Europe-wide legislation against anti-Semitism. It's backed by the European Council on Tolerance and Reconciliation. Mm-hmm. First of all. That group of people. Can you imagine? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Someone, someone is sitting in the uh, far west coast or possibly in the heart of Austin going, my God, can you imagine if we had that council? 
Well, it's that council. All I can think is that would be like being stuck uh, at a dinner party next to John Lennon if he didn't die and was alive today, <laughs> and just just sitting next to John Lennon. Like at first, oh my god, it's uh, so cool, you're John Lennon, and then like ten minutes in, you're like, fuck. And then Jim Morrison's sitting on the other side, and Glenn Danzig's across yeah, the table probably. from you, and it's like, ah, oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I hate everything so, about this. Here are the things that to are going to be uh, proposed. Mm. It's not a law yet. It's just a proposal. Probably mm-hmm. not go anywhere. But it is Europe. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anti Semitism, which, okay. Not okay that you ban it or yeah. outlaw it, but this is one of the things. All right. right. Banning the burqa, okay. Female, gen- female genital mutilation, of course. Yes. Forced marriage, polygamy. Okay. This is how they get you. All right. You're not against this, are you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then these are the three. I love this. this. This one's my personal favorite. Genocide generally. That's what, how it was put in the article. Genocide general. generally. General. Generally speaking, generally. genocide. As a concept, uh, we're, we're going on record again at Holocaust denial. Denial. Mm-hmm. And criminalizing xenophobia. How do you. How do you criminalize xenophobia? I, I, look, you want a surefire way to have. The maximum amount of um, anti-Semitism, Holocaust denial, xenophobia, yeah. and genocide generally, enact this law. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Make that happen. Well, it's... And see what happens. Well, I don't want any of that to happen, oh, God, of course. No. But my reaction is not, oh, they're at it again. My reaction is, wow. What? This is an overreach. This? No. Yeah. No. Don't it, do that. It's... Why Penn and Teller never did a show on Holocaust denial deniers went back in the, the bullshit days. Mm-hmm. It was the most requested topic, and their response was uh, to give it that much credence is to give it more attention than it deserves. Sure. And I totally agree with that. Now, this this is one of those things that is good-hearted. It is, that is that road to hell. Yeah, These oh, are the yeah. good intentions that pave that shit. It's grand idea and an idea. Yeah, fucking anti-Semites are just, they make no sense to me. Sure. It's weird. It's really fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but to criminalize an idea is something I have a the slipperiest of big slips. problem with. I mean, you, you uh, have the right, at least in this country, yeah, to yeah. be wrong. Exactly. And it's one of those things well, where whatever. it's like, you know, you a, Protecting someone's right to speak is not the same as condoning what they're saying. Right. And that's something that we really have lost sight of at a certain point. And it is that zero-sum game bullshit that we're so big on when it comes to politics in general is, no, it. I can agree that this fucking moron who's screaming that the Holocaust never happened, I'd be like, okay, you know, let him say what he's going to say. At least we know where he is and we can just fucking ignore his st- ass. Ignore his ass. But criminalizing it, first off, you're right. You want to talk about increasing it? That, that'll that do. Yes. That'll make that shit happen. Yeah. Um, this will not work out for you. No, it really won't. It, it's fucking... Especially under that kind of umbrella. Yeah. Whatever anti-Semitism is. Mm-hmm. You want to get into the, the, the root word problems of Semitism. Yeah. We can go into that, too. Yeah. But you people probably have lives. Well, the problem with anything like this is simply... Who decides what constitutes that? Exactly. It's you know? a giant umbrella. Yeah, yeah. Holocaust denial is a giant umbrella. Right. What about someone who questions numbers? Yeah. What? You're yeah. in denial. Yep. But I just have a... No. Because it yeah. shuts down discussion. It does. It shuts yeah. down any kind, 
any of kind conversation, of stuff. conversation, thought, anything. Maybe someone can talk to you out in public and change your mind. Yeah. One way or the other. I don't, uh-huh. I don't know. It's just, it's fucking maddening. Yeah, it really is. It genuinely is. Um, oh, which reminds me, there was a, um, a doctor, somebody posted a thing of where, uh, like, I am no longer accepting uh, a, pe- a pediatrician is like, I'm no longer accepting patients who voluntarily don't get their children immunized. Yeah. Like, that's my choice. Sorry. But no. Sorry. Not here. Uh, did you see the, the – I remember it from Penn & Teller's anti-vax show, but somebody replayed it where it was, you know, uh, we're going to show you a demonstration. Here's 110 bowling pins behind us, and he pulls this shield in front of one of them, and it pushes one kid out. He's like, oh, that's the one kid that they think might ca- get autism from it, but he won't because that's been disproven. Right. And then the other side had 110 and nothing, and they turned around and started throwing balls that had, like, you know, mumps, smallpox, all of that. And they're hitting the fucking wall and dropping. And the other side, they're just knocking things over left right. and right. And it's like, <clears throat> there's that. And Hope and I t- talked about it where she's like, well, that just shuts discussion down. I'm like, no, if you talk to your doctor and say, look, I have some current concerns about this, your doctor's not going to say, this doesn't cause autism, you fucking retard. Get the fuck out of <laughs> And if he gonna, does, you don't want to go yeah, back. Exactly. Then, then he's done you a favor. Yeah. But n- normally what's going to happen is they're going to go, oh, look, I understand there's a lot of these concerns. Let's talk about it in your set. Talk to your fucking doctor. Uh, it's, it's, you know, Disneyland should not have as many cases of measles breaking out there. Yeah. And it was funny because when Hope and I were talking about it, it's like, see, it doesn't get rid of the virus. It just gives you the antibodies to fight it. So what that means is if you're not vaccinated, you're more susceptible because you and I who've been vaccinated yeah. have pretty fucking vicious forms of measles and mumps running through mm-hmm. us that our body's able to keep in check. Somebody who doesn't is going to get that. Then they're going to be able to develop in that host and jump back over yes. and get ahead of the vaccination. Yes. That's how that works. Ye- dicks. So. You morons did not do that. Jesus, just kill me. Slap, slap my face and uh, make me a vegan. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, was, there you go. Yeah. So, there's a, uh, so other than $76,000 trucks and well-meaning misguided legi- legislation, anything else happening? No. I'm, I, I want to see American Sniper, but now I don't. Yeah. It's just so... Well, it's become so difficult, you know. Oy. Oh, there yes. is uh, a show that I just discovered. For, uh, it's on Netflix through the History Channel. There's two seasons, like, like fucking 30 episodes, something called How the States Got Their Shapes. Mm. And it's this breakdown of... You know, Georgia was supposed to be here, but technically this 50 miles belongs to Georgia instead right. of Tennessee. And there's this. And Nevada got this that this at the end of it because of the river and all these cool things that talk about why states are shaped exactly how they're. It's That's kind of fucking awesome. Cool. And how Maine is just like the best water in the fucking world because they get a shitload of rain and have like layer upon layer of shit that just filters it. it. So they're yeah. groundwater. And you no one ever. Up. It's not. Touched by human hands or feet because no yeah. one leaves their homes for months. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Snowed in. And, and it's good shit, man. Oh, oh, prayers and thoughts or whatever to yeah. the people about to get hit by. <laughs> to get fucking. Superstorm. S- fucking douched up there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my Lord. Man, I just want some of that to get down here so I can miss a couple days' work. Because that is always nice. Oh. You just got a man sized oh, smile good. on your face from that. That's good. Yeah. That's good. We're going to. And. And, uh, oh, I've decided. Yeah, there'll be a lot of pauses in this show oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. where I just. <sighs> I'm almost at the point where I'm going to start buying my, my provisions for St. Patrick's Day because it falls during spring break. So oh, I'm my. Just, 
It's going to be fucking black and tans, car bombs, Guinness, <laughs> all day, watching movies. I'll be like, we're, I'll be like, oh, we're watching it in the name of the Father. I really don't want to. We're watching it in the name of the Father. <laughs> really we gotta, the, Clarkson, it. you guys start smoking cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, I got I to gotta believe that tobacco smell. Tobacco. We're going to go to the, I'm going to start the day out at the Leander Beer Mart. Find out what time it opens and just, just be the first customer in the fucking door. Right, they turn the sign. Yeah. Like, how do? Giuseppe, man! <laughs> fucking love that movie. <laughs> it's uh, so good. And li- just listen to Harry's Game. <laughs> just over. Just over and over and over Duel again. Duel and, and Harry's Game. Just yeah. over and over. Yeah. Oh, this is good. That's good. This is good. And for those who've been listening, and for those who've been listening for years, that episode's not coming out ever. Nope, never gonna hear it. Never ever. You should totally take the day off, and we could just hang out and drink all day. (laughs) Old school, that shit. Old school, man. I don't have any fucking time. Watch the fucking Departed. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah. because you already had your sick time. Yes. Uh, You you know how little sick time I take. I am at a point where uh, the end when that when I turn in my first grades of this semester. I could I could take off the rest of the year, and nice. still have a half a week over at the totally, end. I would totally do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Completely. Just a fuck everybody. <laughs> uh, all right. <sighs> so this week we are going off one of those lists that we found on the internet of how many movies are on it? Twenty. Twenty movies that turned twenty years old this year. Mm-hmm. Nineteen ninety five was an interesting year for films. Yeah, there were some really great and some really. Uh, I always lump Pulp Fiction into 20 years ago, mm-hmm. but it's not because it came out at Christmas time, so it would be up for that year's Oscars. Right. Uh, however, um, I think that might be a good thing because we would talk about nothing but fucking Pulp yeah, Fiction probably. for this entire goddamn show. Yeah, and we almost w- did last week. W- yeah, w- w- <laughs> would it were possible? Because uh, that's a show that it don't matter how much you talk about it. No. Hey man, good is good. Yeah, there's always more that you can that you can bring up. So, so this list starts off with Billy Madison. Okay, Billy Madison. That that's one of those that's weird because the first time I saw it, I was like, oh well, that was stupid and fun, but I liked it. But no one's going to be talking about that movie after this year. Who? <laughs> Fucking knew. <laughs> knew this was gonna happen. That was gonna create, and I still made it. It was clever as shit. It was perfect. I don't know if it or Happy Gilmore is the more, more perfect Adam that, Sandler that is, movie. That is the argument. That is the question right there. Because Billy Madison, I think, is the more like purely Adam Sandler. Just fucking go for it. Yeah, that was that was the most idiotic thing <laughs> I've ever heard. No There's point, the note chaser with that. <laughs> During your rambling, nonsensical yeah, response, was... did you come anywhere near anything that resembled a rational thought? There should be somebody like that following me around. I said that to a student in my film history class my first year teaching. It was great because he said something and I just stopped and I fucking fired that at him. Just point blank, no hesitation. I award zero points <laughs> and may God have mercy on your soul. And he paused for a second and he goes, Simple wrong would have been fine. I was like, <laughs> oh, you picked it up and ran with it. Just inched it across the fucking finish line. Yeah. It, uh, it's, it's weird. Just because the parts in it that it's were so fucking parts are just good. fantastic. The fucking penguin thing. I'm oh, yeah. I'm really drunk. Yeah. Um, 
You ain't cool unless you pee your pants. <laughs> Peeing your pants makes you cool. Then I'm Miles Davis. <laughs> that's, a, that's the grossest thing I've ever heard in my life, lady. What about you, sideburn? <laughs> What's some of this milk? <laughs> and Farley. Oh, yeah. Turn this bus right around. Great, grand, wonderful. <laughs> that Veronica Vaughn. What a piece of ass. And I know. <laughs> no, you no, don't. You don't. Uh, but a friend of mine. No, I didn't. Yeah, but you could imagine. <laughs> Everyone in it just that to me is one of the best uses of Farley in a movie. The best might be in dirty work. Like, oh, oh, at least I didn't get my nose bitten off by a Saigon whore. Time to pay the fiddler whore. (laughs) When he turns around, the land of skunks, the man with no nose is king. (laughs) When he turns around, you bastard. (laughs) Time to pay the fiddler whore. I can to this day. Text my friend Dan. I've never seen this many dead hookers before in all my life. And I, within three minutes, I would get a response. Lord knows I have. Yep. Come with me. <laughs> you belong with me. We eat the pork and then we burn. Adam Sandler has the devil in dirty work. They take the experimental brownies. Yes, I think I've, I've got a, a few times. little bit of an itch. A bit of an itch. But, you belong with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, Billy. Ma- oh, it's Dirty Magazine Day. Oh yes. It's yes. it's funny because at first when you, when you're not familiar, really familiar with that what Adam Sandler does, yeah. that movie is fucking baffling. Like, Must be what on earth? Because I knew him a little bit. Yeah, same here. I you know, I didn't follow here. SNL that closely in those days. Oh. So I knew of him, uh-huh. and I just kind of avoided it, not uh-huh. by any reason. It's like, that doesn't interest me. Right. And someone had it on at one of the, you know, drinking sessions. Right. And lo and behold, it became a staple yeah, in those I, days. I saw that thing, like, opening night in the theater in Waco, and we were just like, oh, I, don't, I don't fully understand what's happening here. I, I appreciate it. Ever so Younger, much. Quote, quote alongs at Alamo Draft. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. a big damn deal. It's... I've got a friend of mine, Rosemary in Houston. She has a whole deal. It's right. a big goddamn day. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, yes. I, so that's uh, interesting. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Without question, sir. Without clueless question. happened. That's one of those that people thing. fucking so desperate to define our generation back in those days by it. And it's... Any movie that comes out that's like, oh, yeah, this is uh, the, the way kids were talking and all that. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. It, it was It was cute and all. It had some interesting moments. Uh, was that Paul Rudd's first major film? I think it was. I think it was. He was such a dick in it, though. I just, well, there's so much of it that just didn't fall together for me. Uh, it did have the lovely Miss Stacy Dash, which yeah. is always a plus. Back then when Brittany Murphy was just all baby fat and adorable. Mm-hmm. Alicia Silverstone, I've always found attractive, but never did it for me in the way People that I think. People used to lose like... their minds during those Aerosmith videos. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm like, yeah, she's pretty. Mm-hmm. No, dude. No, you understand. She's the hottest woman ever. Uh, she's hot. <laughs> no. No, no, no. No. Pretty, though. Yeah, she is pretty. She is pretty. But that's that's one of those things that people sort of need to... Fucking slow it down, take a step back, and and realize that, you know, hey, there's 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 pretty, and then there's uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? 
I let the goat lick my penis. I let the goat lick my penis. Yeah, that. No, no. Fuck. Oh, new music, huh? Yeah. You know, it just fucking died inside. <laughs> you know, this beer, as it warms a little, as a stout, you should try it again. Because as it nears to more to room temperature, the flavor marries together a little nicer. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's not <laughs> great. It's not great. It's not awful. It's okay. It's a for at least it's not a goddamn pale ale. No, it's not. Yeah, Kalilis just felt like one of those that I was so desperately intended to view it as like a comment on my generation and all that. It was supposed yeah. to be so much more, oh, it's the it movie that everyone talks like than it ever was for me. Yeah. I, I was at best, like I said, I was okay with it. Like, oh, that happened. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is what I was trying to fucking play. Oh, you touch my ta la la. Mmm, my ding ding dong. <laughs> That's what I was trying to do. God damn it. <sighs> my ding ding dong. Yeah, my ding ding dong. Well, all right. You know. Yeah. <sighs> Clueless. Don't get it. No. Never will. Me, John, big tree. <laughs> oh, Johnny. Ah, uh, shit. And then uh, Bad Boys, which I still haven't seen. I have seen uh-huh. um, Back to the Future 3, finally. Really? I did. What'd you think? Hey, that's better than two. Yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. about it. ZZ Top popped it up, and it, it did. They it did. did. It was glorious. I'm like, huh. Yeah. Hmm. Bad Boys was good, but it's it's Bad Boys, you know? Nope. Well, now I have to move the McRib. Uh-huh. To Bad Boys? To Bad Boys. Okay. Yeah. You seem disappointed. I don't know. I think well, you wanted the you wanted the McRib and uh, Back to the Future three together, didn't you? It seemed to be a better fit, but it's more that I've become less uh, tolerant of the McRib than I have been in the past. <laughs> I think it's because I made one vital vital error. I ate one sober. Oh, yeah, <sighs> sober and in the cold light of day. Oh my. Yeah, no. drunk at night is the yeah, only acceptable yeah. manner in which one can consume that thing. It's like Jack in the Box. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it's weird because these people who talk about it, I'm like, have you ever had like actual pork ribs? Because they are amazing. And this <laughs> is, a, I don't know what this is, but it's not an amazing pork rib. Shit. Yeah. For so, those wondering what the fuck we're talking about, I've never had a McRib either. I've seen I, Bad Boys 1 or 2 or possibly 3. There's only two. Oh, okay. There's only, there's only uh, two. Nor have I had a McRib sandwich. Yeah. Honestly, you know what? I think that the McRib should be shifted to like a day where we watch a bunch of the Fast and Furious movies and talk about them while leading up to the seventh. Fast food films. Fast, fast food. Oh, fast. Oh. 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 Prost. Hi. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that would be the soundtrack for mm-hmm. fast food. Mm-hmm. The Yin Yang Twins. Hi. All right, what else we got? Brilliant. Braveheart. Mm. Switching gears completely. Okay. okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's, before we go to Braveheart, Die Hard 3. Die Hard 3, The Redemption. Oh, yes. The Redemptioning. Man, Die Hard 2 had so much promise and just did not goddamn deliver at no. all on it. No, uh, it didn't. It was one that when I first saw it, I was like, oh, this is great. Because I was, you know, 14. And and that, yeah, that shit was dialed right into the 14 year old cortex. Right. 
three, smarter, got closer to what that shit's about, and uh, exhausting. Yeah, yeah. Like John McClane is a fucking rag doll. He's just a crash test dummy who yeah. gets the the ball stomped out of him out of him on the rag. Pretty much. Um, but yeah, that was. Uh, <laughs> I don't know just, what to say about it. It, it just, was just tiring. Yeah. There's a lot going on. There really it was, was good. Don't get me yeah, wrong. It genuinely it was, was. I yeah. liked it. Enjoyed yeah. it. But uh, man, whew. it's like Terminator Two. Right. I'm kind of tired after yeah. all of this. Going this. On. Yeah. All of this. This inning. Yeah. Yeah. Just too much. Right. Huh. It's a bit loud for my age. It is a bit loud. It is a bit <laughs> but loud. Yeah. It's good. Right. And thank God, it. You know, we thought at the time. Well, they've stuck the landing, and there's three, and we're done. Nope. Yeah, I saw, th- I saw the, the the fourth one in a movie theater in Canary Wharf in London. Oh, were you attacked by? I wish Daleks? I had been. Um, I didn't find four to be terrible. I didn't think it was anything enough to elicit the emotional response necessary to think something was awful. Right. I thought it was just sort of there. From what I understand, a good day to die hard. Mm. Is is uh, um, uh, really awful? It's unwatchable, really? which is why I'm looking forward to the the um, the harder they come, the die harder they fall. Yes, that's what the next one should be called. It should be copywritten right there. <laughs> I owned it, and then Braveheart happened. Uh, Braveheart. That was one of those that I didn't get to see for like a frustratingly long time. Mm. Uh, you know, where it was just, I never lined up and I was never able to break away. Then when I finally saw it, I was like, oh, so worth the fucking wait. Yes. Oh, my God. I hate how now everybody is on the, everything Mel Gibson does is terrible because he has committed the worst crime imaginable. Um, yeah, well. We would protest him being in a Roman Polanski film <clears throat> while still going to see a Roman Polanski film. But written this, by Woody Allen. Yeah, but written by Woody Allen, starring Mike Tyson. Yeah. Uh, this guy uh, said some shit when he was drunk. Motherfucker. He is worse than everyone. Kyle Honey. Because I'm no Gibson. What? Yeah, it's it's one of those. Yeah, the guy the guy got fucking drunk and said some shit that doesn't make it. And just how everyone like listening to this cracked podcast and he gets mentioned and you might literally might as well be t- be trying to defend Hitler. They are so just apoplectically my good guy badge is it's much bigger than yours. Uh, Penn Jillette brought something interesting up on, on his podcast recently. He was talking about this movie that they're crowdfunding entirely. Right. And uh, he sent something to a friend of his who was an actor. And the guy was like, well, I can't, I, I can't give money for this. You know, because there was a scene that they filmed where there was a woman who was tied to a chair. And there was this thing. I just have, I just, I'm very, so bothered by the idea of a woman being tied up in a movie. And, used that. and Penn's like, oh, this actress who was there by choice. Enjoyed herself, had a good time. All right. And he said, whenever someone says something like that, all I can think is, uh, you have a part of yourself that would get way too off on that, and that's you wouldn't be comfortable because you're 
suppressing this tells me more about you than anything. And the way he, he backed it up was when he's talking about gun control, because he was talking to some guy who was they, they were talking about something that hadn't brought up gun control. And he said to him, he's like, OK, before we go on to this, if you had a gun on your person, a concealed handgun on you every single day of your life since you turned 18, would you have fired it at someone by this point in your life? I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, probably. He goes, you're really in favor of gun control. It's like, well, yes, I am. And Ben was like, here's the thing. I'm not. I could say without question if I'd had a gun on me every minute of my life, never, I don't think I ever would have pulled it out or used it. No. The more someone freaks out by something, I genuinely think the more it is them reacting about a part of them that they are trying so desperately to hide. Maybe. Yeah, I think fucked up, awful, judgmental shit about absolutely everyone of every type, every stripe, color, creed, everything. Yes. And yes, I generalize fucking every one of them. Yes. Some fucking white guy. Fuck it. Like, I seriously do that on literally every group. There is not a week that goes by that I at least say this. Mm -hmm. Fucking white people. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Laughing at my own group. Uh, Fuck. But because I understand that, and I'm not ashamed. I understand that's just the way people are. I don't freak out. Some guy said some racist shit. Ah, okay, well. You know, what are they doing about it? What kind of a person are they outside of that? I'm not like, oh, then they just, they're bad. They're, they're, oh, no. they're terrible. They're no. terrible. No, they're not. Yeah. They have an idea in their head. Well, or they got drunk and said something stupid. If I recorded everyone listening to this, if I recorded every drunken conversation you've ever had in your life, every time you were drunk or angry at someone, is there anything in there that you maybe, maybe wouldn't want every person in the world to hear? Is there a possibility? There's a very good chance. Yeah. Hear me! Not you. Oh. Silly Robert Bird. Oh. There's plenty of things you've said. Yeah. Let that word resound. They were all on record when you were... <laughs> what was his rank? Uh, I don't know the hierarchy of those Was he digits. an imperial doodade? Yeah, I'm going to go with Le Grand Pooh. Le Grand Pooh of the uh, KKK? Of, of the, of the, yeah. In International House of Cyclops. Yeah. Wizard, dragon, yeah. fire. Exalted. Dra- ex- exalt- the Grand Dragon Force. Exalted Pie Master. Ex- yes. Exalted Ace of Cakes <laughs> of the Q Klux Klan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good job. Good job with so, that. Just don't be a dick. Yeah. Let that word resound. And admit who you are. So. Barbaric. Bah. So, Braveheart. Braveheart is fucking beautiful. It really is. It is a gorgeous movie that is gorgeous, beautifully directed, wonderfully written, expertly acted. It's a goddamn great movie. It's great. It's great. Yes, there are many liberties taken. Oh, goodness, yes. liberties. Yes. One of the biggest liberties is on the man's face. Yeah. But that's the moneymaker in those days. Oh, hell yeah. The ladies wanted to see the Mel Gibson's face. Yeah. That's true. But, uh... (coughs) Many people uh, broke their hips to run up and decry this film because it was too this, it was too that. It was uh, a fairy tale romanticizing a man's life. It was uh, glossing over things he may or may not have done. Mm -hmm. It wasn't true to history. Whatever. Right. It was a fine film. Yeah, because when they meet Gandhi, they sure went out of their way to show him... uh, 
laying in bed with them teenage girls. Oh, wait, that wasn't in there? Yeah. Wait, so it's like they brushed over shit that didn't fit with the version of the, the story they were choosing to tell? Yes. No, because he, Clarkson, Clarkson yeah. I know that you don't know as much about film as I do. I know. But sure. you need to understand this. When you make a movie about a person who is real, every single thing in it has to be done in real time and presented precisely exactly how it happened, 100% across the board, mm-hmm. no questions asked. It has to be absolutely authentic with absolutely no dramatic license taken. I see. At I all. I'm aware of that. It's, un- it's not, it, that is, it's, it's in the Constitution that it's not allowed. Oh, well, that's good. So there it is. That's good. I hope the EU adopts that one, too. Yeah. Oh, they, they came up with but it. But we can talk about everybody's favorite dead white boy, Casper. Oh, Casper, the friendly little boy from down the street. Yeah. Never seen it. Actually, I think I've seen parts of it, but I just didn't pay much attention because I was uh, a grown-ass fucking man. It seems to me that the people that would have appreciated Casper the most uh-huh. uh, were way too old to appreciate Casper. Yeah. By the time it came out in film form. Right. Right, like Popeye. Yeah. No, exactly like Popeye. Yeah, it hit at just the wrong point. Huh. Yeah. We know that this is the ghost of a child, right? Yeah. And possibly three other children with those other, whatever the fuck those guys are. They're just dicks. Yeah. Dicky kids. Nice. Maybe, but deceased. Yeah. So. Huh. Yeah. I have seen it. And, uh. It's just kind of there. Right. Wow. So, fuck all that. Batman Forever. Oh, uh, Boiling Acid. That's the one. Val Kilmer. What? Played Batman. Val, fucking Top Gun, fucking Top Secret, Kilmer played the Batman. This is one of the most instantly forgettable movies, except that I was sort of fooled by it when I first saw it. Because, again, I go into this. There's a handful of movies that are so bafflingly awful <laughs> that when you walk out, at least I do, my brain has just been fucking inundated and just overloaded. A circuit trips, and I'm like, I, I had to have enjoyed that movie because... The only other possibility is that I have syphilis, <laughs> and it has eaten through the parts oh, of my, my brain that know things, and created out of whole cloth this insanity. That's Val Kilmer. Yeah. This is not El No, this is he's, Val. He's blonde. Kilmer. It's a blonde Batman. That's just unheard of. No, it's a bad Batman. <laughs> It's still fucking baffling to me. Yeah, it really is. Take a minute at home or yeah. wherever you are and just think about that. Val Kilmer was Batman. Was he? Did he immediately take over for Michael Keaton? Or yeah. Was, okay, so Michael Keaton to Val Kilmer to George Clooney. To Clooney. Clooney. To Bat Nipples. Before you leave, you have to remind me to show you Werner Herzog on Parks and Rec. Yes. And I think... From watching it, I have figured out what the secret of a good Werner Herzog impression is. And it is eating the words in the air, but pre come or what? Does not matter how slowly you are saying things, there is always a gear lower that you can go to to really stretch out 
what you are saying. The Germanness of it all. Oh, it's so Teutonic. So fucking Teutonic. <laughs> oh, but goddamn, Batman Forever. Um, Tommy Lee Jones, uh, aside from yelling at people in HEBs and just being all around a disagreeable cock, was, <laughs> was just baffled. His presence in this film made zero sense. Zero sense. It all of it made so zero So stupid. Sense. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey was damn happy to be at this party. Oh, hell yeah. And he was happy to have it. Yeah. And for what he was asked to do and yeah. the role he was given, yes. I don't know how he could have done not anything better or worse, but anything different. Anything else. Yeah, that was that was Prezi Isley what That's it was supposed to fucking be. What the man is paying me to do. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. here I we go. Have, I have little memory remembrance of this film at all. I remember we when we first mentioned uh, Batman, we talked about the onslaught of marketing. Yeah. Excuse me, last mentioned Batman. We talked about the onslaught of marketing. It's it's pervading presence everywhere. Yeah. And uh, just how much goddamn Batman was everywhere. Mm-hmm. This came out my freshman year of college. Yeah. This was fucking everywhere. Oh, this came out the summer. I believe it was the summer of was our it? freshman year. Yeah. Everywhere. Oh God, yeah, it was in the music was yeah. everywhere, 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 everywhere. It was still these things called radio stations that we had to listen to. Yeah, we wanted to hear new music, and by God, they were going to play that new U two song uh, from me. Soup to Nuts. Thrill me, kiss me, kill me. Oh, uh, ironically, yeah. one of the best riffs I've ever heard from U two. Yeah, better riffs. Yeah, yeah. I just. It is a film that baffles and confounds to this very moment. I can't wrap my skull around it. Emma Thurman was in that. Yeah. Yeah. For a fucking... But no, no, no. no. Oh, f- no she? she was in no, the no, next she one. she was in the next one. She was That's in the next right. one. This had Debbie Mazar, Andrew Barrymore as Two-Face's girlfriends. Consider a song like Slap a Poe, which you mentioned by Dub Shack, which outs the virtues of a machine that automatically oh smacks a wife or girlfriend into line. I would have taken a long time on that day. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Uh, I paint a picture, bomb, bomb the hoochies, hoochies with, with precision. What's up, Debbie? Ain't nothing but a gangster party. What's up, Drew? Mm-hmm. The fire rises. <laughs> I have little Dude. recollection of that movie other than the fact that it occurred. Uh, and Chris O'Donnell did Kung Fu with Laundry. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. Yeah. That was like where you first learn his abilities. Like he washes his clothes and starts whipping his socks and pants around to dry them. And it's all Kung Fu-y. The only line that was Schumacher. great in it God. was that um, he, the way that Alfred tells Bruce that Dick Grayson has figured it out was he calls him and he's like, uh, young mouse, Dick is taking the car, sir. Uh, what, the Lamborghini? No, the other car. Oh, oh the Bentley? No, sir, the other No, you car. fucking thick brick. You simpleton. You simple Fuck, bitch. This didn't happen when there weren't Val Kilmer in suits. Michael Keaton would have gotten it immediately. Yeah. Oh, l- you mean the Batmobile? He Thank you, l- Alfred. He would have licked. Oh, my. He would have looked around and gone, all right, I'll be there in just a second. <laughs> I was connecting my tongue. <laughs> yeah. Hope he wins. <clears throat> so he will. It's fucking uh, foregone. So yes, Batman Forever. Fucking, I actually want to watch that again. Yeah, and we should. figure that out. Fucking progressive. Oh, that's right. We're going to do the, uh, the, uh, 
Dark Knight Progressive. Yeah. We talked about a long yeah. time ago. Yeah. But we need to do a this one progressive because. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we have to do uh, uh, Rhinestone for Owen. Is nowhere to be found. Really? You have to get the disc from Netflix. So, but it is not on Amazon. It is not on any. It is not available on any streaming service at all. I checked because Hope is like, I fucking love that movie. I have to buy a copy of fucking Rhinestone. Evidently, you do. All right. Hey, these are the sacrifices we this make. This is not a hardship. No, it's not. Stay out of my bedroom. Drinking the stein. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> You're dealing with some hot stuff. <laughs> Then Apollo uh, 13. Ah, oh, that's a good movie. Saw that shit at the IMAX. Yeah, I saw it in the, the theater. The fucking IMAX. It was good. Uh, where they adapted. Just the, the, the IMAX in San, San Antonio back oh, in the day yeah. would have like this thing that, that blew up the picture. Mm-hmm. So it was like, mm, squinch out of focus. And they would do like 1130 shows on Friday or Saturday night. Some asshole brought his daughter who was snoring behind me the whole time. Wow. I just want to try, like, motherfucker, this is like 1995 money. This is a $10.50 ticket. Right. Come on, you asshole. It's a grown man movie. Yeah. The fuck are you bringing your kid for? Mm-hmm. You know they're going to be bored. They're going to spray piss out in space. <laughs> that was the tagline. <laughs> they spray <laughs> piss out in space. Yeah. Uh, good fucking movie, man. It was good. They filmed it in zero G. And, uh, Yes. And that's not... That, I'm not making that up. They literally did. But uh, you couldn't be disappointed one way or the other. It just had to... You couldn't... Sorry, let me get this straight. You couldn't say, wow, what a fantastic film. I can't believe how good it was. Because you're like, yeah, that mm. seems about right. So, yeah. This is precisely what I expected. Good job. Mm-hmm. You did exactly what I wanted you to yeah. do. We're going to slingshot around the moon. What? What? The you fuck? can't do that. You can go back in time. Well, Star Trek rules. Oh, it's only the sun. Oh, really? Yeah, it's the sun. See, it's the know. radiation. I don't know things. It's the radiation from the yeah. sun. Costs. The next Star Trek movie fucking better goddamn be coming back to get some whales. Wouldn't that be the, the fucking, fucking greatest thing ever? Oh my God. No, we're skipping Search for Spock. We're going oh, fucking yeah. right Quinto to Quinto has a fucking bandana over his ears. <laughs> well, double dumbass to you. <laughs> That would be fantastic. Oh, yeah. And they run into George Takei somewhere just because he's awesome. Well, you have to be. Fucking love George Takei, man. Oh, yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. I think it's wonderful time back when we were working on... Back when I was working on Star Trek. What With people Brad. don't understand was that being a gay Japanese man was very difficult. So, oh, my. Well, indeed, I found <laughs> the only way for me to be able to get by was to... Put up with William Shatner's nonsense. Yeah. I do a decent decay. Not a great oh one. Oh, my. I do a decent decay. <laughs> and uh, Cole, <sighs> one of the guys from the USG, met him. There was mm. some, like, Comic-Con thing uh, that he helped organize, and he ended up being part of this thing where he got to have dinner with George Decay. And I was like, before you say anything. And Brad. Oh, yes. He's like, before you say anything, I just tell me he's the nicest man you've ever met in your life. And he was like, Yeah. Yes, he is. He is the fucking nicest man you could ever hope to meet. 
And I was like, because imagine how weird it would be if it was just like, I am tired of this bullshit. I ordered my steak. No, that busboy looked me in the eye. And I have a very strict rule about people looking me in my eye. It upsets me Are you very much. Brad? Don't look at Brad. Yeah. Do, were you ever put into a tournament cap? I was. Do you know what they did there? They looked you in the eye. And I don't appreciate this when I'm paying good money at a restaurant. This is outrageous. And storms out. Yeah, that, that would bad. fucking kill me. <laughs> That would and be yeah, fine. Angry George TK, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. I love it. <laughs> I wrote a play about it. A musical play. New character. Angry George yeah. TK. <laughs> I would tell you it's a goddamn outrage. Uh, that would be great. Because <laughs> I don't think that man ever gets that angry. I think he gets like deeply fucking like on a on a for real emotional like this disturbs me. Angry, but not just a. I ordered my steak medium rare, and this is a tinge over medium. I am I'm demand to see the odor. Uh, and to say with today's earlier news topic, if you want to pay for a show, we'll show you violently anti-Semitic George Decay. <laughs> Go, Jim. <laughs> the problem is the Jews. I would never have been put in that camp if the Jews hadn't started World War II. That's a fact. <laughs> Uh, is that kosher salt on the table? Yeah. How dare you? Don't you understand what I went through? <laughs> you understand the, the problem with the yeah. Weimar Republic? <laughs> it goes back to that. <laughs> National shame they built. Violently anti-Semitic George Takei, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Yeah, fantastic. Brought to you by Scotch. That's right. <laughs> and bar hot dogs. Yeah. Only the best. Have that a bar That's so not true. <laughs> And now, the bar hot dogs of future dystopian films, Waterworld, Dirty Water Hot Dog World. Never seen it, but I did see the stunt show at Universal Studios. It's outstanding. Uh, How is it? Not good enough for (laughs) once, but somehow it just kind of happened. I hear Kevin Costner drinks TT in it. He do. He do. He do. He do. He do. That do do happen, sir. That's the bottom of this glass. He does. And he has gills and all the bad guys smoke cigarettes, of which you probably want to ration these things because... Water world. Yeah. Maybe they found like a a tanker full of them. Do they ship cigarettes in tankers? Either I guess it's either... Feast or famine with those smokers. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's 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 awful. Yeah. And expensive. Right. And came out at a time where you're old enough to understand just and appreciate just how much money and time goes into filmmaking. Right. I mean, really have a serious. This was of this was the fucking this like, like what? This was doing two, what with what? A two hundred million dollar movie. Oh yeah. That was destined to be the biggest flop ever before it came out. And all you heard about was how it was going to be the biggest flop ever. And then guess what happened? It was the biggest flop ever. Yeah. Almost like the media can fucking have an impact on that sort of thing. Because people will hear, here it's not going to make money. Why should I go see a movie that's not going to make money? <laughs> that's baffling weird. shit that's right the there. Fucking thing that's ever. why like when, when the Avengers came out and Nicole was talking about the money it was making, I was like, what the fuck? So? It's a good movie. Yeah, it's, it's a good bad. movie. Who cares? It makes 50 cents. It's a good fucking movie. Although if it somehow the profit was literally if it cost 120 million dollars to make and it made 120 million dollars and 50 cents that would be amazing. It literally made 50 cents profit. Show the producer buying a coke. Mhm. And then just shrink shrink. <laughs> we all got to split this one guys. <laughs> 
Break out your Dixie cups. <laughs> Everyone gets a swallow or a soda. No, no, they water. didn't have Mr. Pip. No. no, they didn't. No. And even if they did, I wouldn't have gotten it. Why? <laughs> because not everyone likes Pib. No, no, no. Oh not everyone, Renner. <laughs> Just you. Just you. Just you, Renner. So, Jeremy Renner. Talk about Mr. Babe. That was an adorable fucking... I'm sorry, that movie was fucking adorable. I don't think I've ever seen it. And that's all that needs to be said about it. I just know lines from it. Yeah. I always get it confused with Charlotte's Web. Pig doesn't die. Oh. He's a fucking adorable pig. Well. So, you know. Maybe you should. Yeah. Mortal Kombat. Saw it in the theater. Same here. You know why I saw it in the theater? Christopher Lambert. Yes. As a Japanese demigod. Anytime I see Chris Lambert in a movie, it reminds me of one of the first episodes of the show MTV Diary, where it's like they followed somebody around. And it had Chris Rock at a blockbuster video in Hollywood. And he's checking out or doing whatever. He looks at us and he goes... You're buying a Christopher Lambert movie? Are you in it? <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Highlander, uh, what other Christopher Lambert movie would it be acceptable to own a copy of? The Sicilian? Mm. Greystoke, Greystoke, The Legend of Tarzan? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, starring Glenn Close McDowell, Andy McGlenn Close yes. in it. Uh, for those who don't understand, look it up and you'll understand. Yeah. Um, uh, he made a movie with Mario Van Peebles. I don't know what it's called, but it should be called Greatest Direct-to-Video Movie Ever Made. What was that called? Was I don't even know if it like was released. Guns? Yes, it was. It was called Guns. I don't know if it was released in theaters, but if it was released in theaters, they had to hook a VCR up to the projector because that thing... Was even in theaters, direct to video. We need to do a Christopher Lambert show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you know what it'll be a lot of? I've never seen that. I've never even heard of this. There'll be a lot more on this side of the table. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You'd be like, oh, that's an excellent film. This is silly. The Hunted. Oh, yeah. The Hunted, yeah. Oh, he was in this. Japan, yeah. You know, he's legally blind. (laughs) What? (laughs) Really? He is. Lots of different places. You're sick. That, that that laugh is still <laughs> his uh his accent is impeccable. It really is. Mortal Kombat was so fucking strange. It's bizarre. It didn't make a fucking bit of sense. And I was like, wait a minute. You mean this guy could at any point throw a ball at you that will freeze you? Yeah. And then shatter you? Yeah. Why doesn't he do that every time? This guy can fire a goddamn bitey chain out of his hand. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't care how many spin kicks you can do, Mr. Man from Hong Kong. You're going to get your balls owned. <laughs> the last thing you see is a hand shoving your own scrotum into your mouth before you then choke to death in, on shame. Think about Mortal Kombat. It had this um, techno dance song called mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat, which came out years before the film. Oh, yeah. Uh, when I first heard that song it was in a club in mexico you can imagine my surprise when i hit the door of this dance club in mexico when i'm fucking yes you going into a dance club at all anywhere but it was a place where we could all you know drank and do your thing and uh you walk in and just hear Wait a minute. Is that... It's 
whole song about Mortal Kombat? What's it about? What? What the hell is going on? I I think I, I walked in the wrong place. That was fucking strange. Yeah, uh, yeah. Here's the thing. I was always more of a Tekken guy. <clears throat> Do they have a Tekken song? No. Oh, but if they did. It's too bad. Tekken! Tekken! <laughs> My buddy Damien and I played one one night. It was, it was we, we just got drunk on schnapps and played Tekken all yeah, night. No, we, we just played. We, 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 we were... We weren't drinkers. We just played Tekken all night. And we hit a point where we would trade off, this time you can only do counter punches. It was so much fun. It was like uh, Loyota Mishida, who's a UFC fighter. Mm-hmm. Karate guy who's an excellent counter striker. This is his fighting stance. For those who don't know, I'm standing with my hands outside of my shoulders. Yeah, yeah. And my face leaned forward going, you want to throw a punch, don't you? <laughs> that would be a mistake. Because yeah. he would... Eat your lunch for breakfast. Pingers! <laughs> he wouldn't even be hungry, but he'd still eat your lunch for breakfast. That's right. In your face. <laughs> so, I even saw Mortal Kombat 2. The Annihilation. Mm. Or just Annihilation. I think it's just Annihilation. I think it is. I saw it in the theater. Wow. I don't even know why. Just, oh, okay. It's one of those days. It was in those days where someone said, want to go to the movies? It didn't matter what was on. Okay. It's like, you know, that brief period where I owned a Limp Biscuit CD. Strange. I don't know why I did. I just I know. did. I it know. was because I really hated working at Dell at that time. And I would just listen to break stuff when I'd leave work because I'd be like, yeah, this this, this, fucking this is about me. gives voice to my yes. impotent white rage. <laughs> I'm going to listen to this 311 CD I just bought. Yeah, I'm going to go have a beer, fall asleep Fuck on y'all. the floor after I eat. Uh, eat. <laughs> And have a beer <laughs> after I live my comfortable life. Yeah, that God was when it. I when I went to a full time employee at Dell, and this was oh man, I want to go back to this stage. I was making around sixty grand a year. Yeah, I was living in a college apartment that I split with a guy. Uh, I had no car payment, uh, no credit card debt, no debt at all. Everything was clear. I was making sixty grand a year, and my monthly expenses were $750. Man, that's a lot of just yeah. random shit you're oh, buying. God. Oh, God, yeah. That was a lot of every day a package from uh, um, from from Amazon showed up. I bought a bunch of pants from Brooks Brothers that I have to go get tailored because why wouldn't <laughs> because why I? why not? Uh, oh, and I'm never going to wear them. I had like three pair of linen Brooks Brothers pants that I had fucking <sighs> tailored to me. I was a tacky, tacky bitch. Oh, yeah. I but understand. you know what? Wouldn't change it for the world. Oh, I, I remember having a concrete job when I first moved back to Austin from Houston. Mm-hmm. Had roommates, and the money I made, I got paid weekly, and it was plenty. Oh, yeah. Plenty. Not uh-huh. much I make now, but plenty. Oh, yeah. Holy Lord. There's something like, about Okay, me. I need to take, uh, let me think, what, what, no, probably 200, fuck it, I'll just take 300 down to go drink. Yeah. When I didn't wrap my head around that. There was a point where I was like, well, you know, once I have over $5,000 just extra in my checking account, then I'll feel okay. That was like three months. 
I had a $5,000 cushion in my checking account. I had 60, uh, uh, regularly would yeah. have $7,000 in my checking account. Ridiculous. Oh, yeah. It was awesome. Just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. It's like I went out drinking with some friends at, at Mother Egan's and somehow everything ended up on, like, I ran the tab and everything ended up on my card. is like, fuck it, $200 tab, why not? No, I don't worry, oh, I got it. Big, yeah, big fucking deal. At it. Well, yeah, okay. 200 bucks, sure. Whatever. Done. I'm hungry. Let's go get some Jack in the Box. I'll pay for it. Yeah, we're good here. We're good. It's fine. It's awesome. It's fucking awesome. Tacos. Taco-like substance. <laughs> Desperado. That I saw twice on opening day. I bought tickets to the first two showings. Watched them both. And all I can say is Salma Hayek. Yeah, buddy. That song cannot be played enough to fucking register. Oh, my God. Really? When she, it's like, okay, I love watching the show Orange is the New Black. Mm. By the way, first off, because it's a good show. Right. Second, because the Hispanic ladies on it, like every single one of them lines up to a woman that I had a massive crush on growing up. Like, oh, that's cool. Oh, my God, she looks just like this lady. If you watched it, too, because you... We grew up in the part of Texas we did. We grew up surrounded by gorgeous Hispanic women. Mm. They're just like, oh, yeah. Her, yeah Salma Hayek is not human. Like, that. that is the, the most, I don't. <laughs> Tina Fey's greatest line ever was when Salma Hayek guested on a handful of episodes yeah. of 30 Rock. It's like, Liz, I'm not a man. Do you want to see me naked? Kinda. Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and I'm yes. sorry, male, female, headers. There is no man gay enough that would hear Salma and say, "What? Do you want to see me naked?" That wouldn't be like, "Absolutely, I do." Sorry, yes, I understand that I'm homosexual, and nothing will come of this. But I, I, I yeah, just, uh, I have this thing called a fucking pulse, and you're Salma Hayek. Just wanna, just wanna see. <laughs> 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. But that movie... Yeah, it, oh, it's a phenomenal. <laughs> I agree. It is a funny shit movie. It, uh, I, I discovered it at the time that I was really getting into John Woo. Mm-hmm. So that whole movie, I'm like, oh, well, that's from The Killer. Oh, well, that's... The, like, across the board, I'm like... Yeah, I, in Expendables 3, uh-huh. he shoots like Desperado in that. It's fantastic. Nice. He acts kind of like his character. It's great. <sighs> The uh, moment when he does that little neck crack. Yeah. Let's play. Let's play. It's so wacky. It's yeah. so weird. And Tarantino just fucking rips the ass out of the easiest goddamn punchline ever. Just the most ham-fisted delivery of yeah. a classic joke ever. You'd be happy. No. The You'd punchline is, I bet that guy a hundred bucks that I could piss all over your bar and make you laugh about it. Piss that on you piss on your bar, piss on your phone. He checked. He didn't <sighs> check out. You, you check out just fine. Just fucking Cheech is so great. 
It is a funny shit movie, and it has Portuguese Phil Hartman in it. <laughs> yes. Because anybody, like, I'm sorry, anybody who is our age that saw Clear and Present Danger and Desperado and didn't spend the whole time going, is that Phil Hartman doing a fucking character? <laughs> if I ever met Joaquin de Almovar, that, that guy, I believe yeah. that's his name, I'd just be like, okay, so how often do people say you look just like fucking Phil Hartman? He'd probably be like, mm, what do you mean? <laughs> I, I do not understand. What the number to the phone in my car is? <laughs> number to the phone in my car a pocket change for making phone calls first appearance of danny trejo and in the preview when he opens that shirt up to the tattoo and the knives yeah. is the single most goddamn terrifying moment ever <laughs> like seriously my god you... that is the hardest looking mexican <laughs> i have ever fucking seen and you grew up in eagle pass yeah I... <laughs> nope that's it that's the one yeah no <laughs> Stab me. No. My ass clenched so much that I'm surprised I didn't take the seat out of the theater <laughs> with me. It was just. <gasps> what a badass. And the recommendation I will give to anyone the documentary champion. Yes. About Danny Trejo. We watched that one night, and at the end of it, we're both like, okay, I kind of think Danny Trejo's my hero. He is. He's uh, awesome. I was. Uh, work, man. I was robbing a convenience store with a hand grenade. And wait, hold on. What? And then his son's like. I think my dad was talking about robbing a convenience store with anger. I came out of jail. I went to my mom's backyard because I had like $10,000 and a couple pistols and a couple of hand grenades buried. Like, you throw the word hand grenade out yeah. with a disturbing amount of ease. Yeah. And that was where your theory was first brought to my attention that every Mexican guy has a cousin Hector or an uncle Gilbert. It's true. And I said that once in a class, and a guy that I worked with was, was there, a Hispanic guy, was like, that's not true. I was like, really? He goes, nope. I go, your sister have kids? He goes, yeah. What's your first name? And he went, fuck you. It's like, sorry. It's a bad thing, dude. Gil yeah, it's like every white dude has a fucking Aunt Helen. We all have an Ed. Yeah. Every white. Robert. Like nine out of ten. You, you ask white chicks what your middle name is. If you just guess Anne. Yes. Yes. More often than not, you're going to be right. Yeah. Oh, had your Ann Helen, your Uncle Gary tell you that? There's she's fucking certain names that lots that of just... Ann, lots of Elizabeth. Yeah, Elizabeths. Uh huh. Yeah. Fucking Eds. My yep. God, the Eds. I have an Uncle Ed, an Uncle Gary, and an Aunt Helen. See. And an Uncle Pete. See. So I'm hitting all the fucking marks right there. Yeah. Actually, also, Uncle Phil. There you go. I have an Uncle Gilbert <laughs> and Hector. No. <laughs> No, I don't. <laughs> Just kidding. Ace Ventura. Oh, God, that. You and I saw that together at River Center Mall in San Antonio. I think it's Nature Calls was 95, wasn't it? Nine, yeah, that was. Nature yeah. Calls was 95. That was one that I remember laughing like an ass hat. But it just doesn't hold up so ass well. hat? An ass hat. I always laugh like an ass hat. Oh. You've been in a fucking movie theater with me at a, in a comedy. <laughs> my cackling jackassery happening. <laughs> Yeah, I told you. I've told on the air this story about uh, when I pissed off the people at Kung Fu Hustle. Oh yeah, just laugh. If, if I if for those who weren't listening, my buddy Adam uh, and I. Adam was this little dude who was like in the army, still going to you know, college. Great guy, fucking aggressive little motherfucker. Love that guy. But uh, I got drunk to shit on my kegerator one night, and he calls me. He's like, "Hey man, I want to go see Kung Fu Hustle. You want to go?" He's like, "Yes, I do." And we're I'm like fucking. 
Robert De Niro and Cape Fear hmm. laughing at this movie. I'm just like, oh, ha, 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 ha. look at the hustle. I'm laughing my ass off. And we leave, and these guys, these like high school kids, walk past. I mean, like, yeah, man, thanks for ruining the movie. And I am just enough into it to just look at him and go, fuck you. Oh, man, you can't fucking laugh at a comedy. Fuck. And my buddy Adam hears that and turns out, yeah, motherfucker, what do you get? Screaming at oh. these ki- at these guys, they get to their car and the doors like, like, yeah, get in your car and fucking leave, asshole. Get in your car and fucking leave, motherfucker. Tell me I can't laugh at a movie. Leave town. I tell you what. Yeah, it was uh, it was awful. Oh, that's awful. I was the, I, I was the bad guy in the story. I understand. I fully admit that. I understand. However. What movie were we speaking of? Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura. Nature Calls. Nature Calls. Um, Hope still quotes that to me whenever it's like, so uh, what do you want to do for dinner? She's like, I don't care. I was like, why don't we go here? Fine. We'll just do what you want to do. <laughs> okay, you're awesome. Let's go. Yes. And I punch her in the ribs. Yes. No, and I that don't. makes me want ribs. She'd whip my ass. Uh, yeah, ribs. Oh, always good. <laughs> But yeah, Ace Ventura 2, Ace Ventura 1 was at one point in time the funniest goddamn thing I'd ever seen in my life. Certainly. When we walked out of the theater that night, uh, I hurt. didn't think I was ever going to stop laughing. No. It, he seriously. talked to Tone Loke at his butthole. <laughs> oh, that's classic. Banaka. Classic. Classic James Carey. Rubber-faced <laughs> Canadian yep. fartsmith. Is, yeah. He is that's a where it's national at. treasure. I don't care what that's anyone where says. That's where it's at. Don't and then care. seven. Do I need to tell my story? The end story? Mm-hmm. Might as well, for people who haven't heard it. Okay, for those who haven't heard it, me and some buddies uh, decided to do the most depressing double feature in the history of film. We went and saw Spike Lee's Clockers, which features Delroy Lindo, who I Always add as an amendment to the James L- Edward James Olmos rule. If you want to make a movie better, put Delroy Lindo in it. I don't fucking care what it is. If Delroy Lindo is in it, it is immediately a better film. You put Delroy Lindo and Edward James Olmos in a movie together? Fuck. They both should have been in Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. There are hardly any commas in it at all. I made Hope watch uh, Get Shorty the other night. I read some scripts, man. Half them words aren't spelled. I know half those words aren't spelled right. Hardly any commas at all. <laughs> fucking brilliant. He's so good. But uh, we saw Clockers, which is fucking dark and depressing and about crack dealers. Oh, yeah. Then we went and saw Seven immediately after. And then driving home, we saw a murder. Uh, there was a, by the major brand gas station. By the way, those who don't know, there is a, That's true. a, a chain of gas stations in Texas called Major, major Brand. brand. Uh, major brand gas station. There were police cars, police tape, and something laying on the ground that looked like a body with a sheet over it. We're just going to go ahead and say it was a murder. But we go through seven, and those who've seen it, it is one of the most fucking intense movies ever. It hits the end of it, which is, it's one of those movies that, that doesn't climax and denouement. It's no. like climax credits. Yeah. Climax credits these two ladies sitting one row ahead, three seats over, with a hand gesture to place the words above her, goes, the end. And all of us were like, well, all Thank right, you. shit, you are an asshole. Thanks, lady. Thanks for ruining Thanks. the night. Thank you. Ruined you. Listen to the fucking Christmas. David Bowie industrial song, but I guess not. Yeah. 
Oh man, to you that movie, fucking hell! I watched the movie so many times. <sighs> it was man just right at that age for me. What piece of evidence were you sitting on? When I walked into the police station and put my hands up. Yeah. God damn. No, it's good. It was so fucking good. Now all that stuff is... Uh, all well and good. All no, it's all... Uh, yeah. The tropes of the killer and the killing yeah. is all overdone to shit now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to write a horror movie about a killer who uses the Book of Revelations. Yeah, who blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I'm out. Although, no, Book no. of Revelations, that was done well in fucking Dexter. With, well, guess what? Dante. Edward James yeah, uh, fucking Olmos. Um, however, you're right. Uh, first off, I re- I've read too much about serial killers. No, that's not how they work. No. In Seven, yeah, there is a certain type of psychopath who will be yeah. like, this is my grand fucking plan, and sure. it will work this way. Whew. Scary shit. Good stuff. That movie is so goddamn Very disturbing, effective. but so fucking. And the moments they didn't show you, mm-hmm. like the yeah, fucking girl part. with yeah. the, oh, that they didn't show you. Man, Morgan Freeman is really on point. He's usually on point in most yeah. things. Just watch Lucy. Speaking of Morgan yeah. Freeman, that's a weird fucking movie. I decided to make a movie about a woman who could do anything she wanted to. Pretty much. Um, that's will... a terrible Morgan Freeman. It's terrible. Movie. It's awful. Yeah. I can smell you. I still maintain that the first TV show you and I need to produce will be the highest rated television show ever. And it is. It will air every night at 9 o'clock. You can DVR it to watch it at 10 or whenever. But it is simply called Morgan Freeman Reads You a Bedtime Story. Yep. I would fall asleep to that every fucking night. Yep. Just listen to that molasses flow. I can smell you. <laughs> Good night. Seven. Oh, fuck, yeah. man. Back when Gwyneth Paltrow was fucking tolerable. Yes. Oh, Delightfully. Sp- speaking of, have you heard Johnny Depp has just reached the critical mass point? No. He hates actors who use their fame as actors to further a musical career. We're going to pause. But, but, what was the point you were going to make, sir? But uh, he He's... No! Yeah, he plays. No, Johnny Depp. No, Johnny Depp's never done. My friend has a record. Well, but it's different. It's called P. It's just a letter P. Yeah, it's different because we're artistic. It's different when Johnny Depp does it because he is no longer human. He is a sentient pile of scarves and hats. Uh, (laughs) Hope reads this website. A woman put it perfectly. When you see Johnny Depp out there with the hat and the scarves and the necklaces and all so that. So it's like a Chico exploded on him? Here's the thing. Here's the thing you have to realize. And I didn't think of it this way. Whenever so when, an object's the art. Whenever you think Johnny Depp is cool, realizes, realize that he gets up in the morning, takes a shower, and then has to place every single one of those objects onto his body. He has to go rings, necklace, <laughs> scarf, necklace, yeah, another scarf, mm-hmm. hat. hat. On this angle. Pack it to roll my own cigarettes. Yeah. That you have to realize he goes through that. Yeah. And at no point does his mind say, hey, John, cut the fucking shit. He walks out of his house on his own private island, Uh goes to his own personal Pier 1 imports. (laughs) (laughs) 
right? And picks out another ring and scarf and oh, yeah. he has his stage. own fucking nomadic notions, nomadic notions, <laughs> and a paper bear. The only oh, other yeah. paper bear is one in San Marcos, <laughs> and there's one on Johnny Depp's personal island. Remember goddamn nomadic notions? Oh, of course yes. you do, because you had that fucking necklace. Yes. Yes. Your ass. I wish I'll, I'll go to Johnny Depp's personal oh, hell yeah. bear one. Hell yeah. You too good for it? No, not mm-hmm. in the slightest. Whatever. Sounds like you were. <laughs> Oh man! So many goddamn scarves you'll never see. Oh yeah, better believe. He's Shit. just yeah, I, and he's now I think hitting a point where the cool of Johnny Depp just isn't cutting it going enough anymore. Crazy cantankerous fox-looking fellow. Oh, I I want him to just turn into a curmudgeonly old man. Oh, that's gonna happen. Yeah, so. I want him to go to go onto a show and be like, well, the problem with working with a woman. <laughs> I just I want the fucking worst sentence ever to they come do out love of him in France. Yeah. Oh. oh my. Lemon juice. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and then Goldeneye. God, N- damn not, it. not lace or leather. There is one line from the Goldeneye song that has always perplexed me because it is a dangling participle as a motherfucker. <laughs> You'll never know how I watched you from the shadows as a child. Who was the child in this? Was I watching you as a child from the shadows? Or oh. was I as a child watching you yeah. as an adult from the sh- You'll never know how I watched you from the cha- shadows as a child. Any argument you make for one of those, I can equate it equally or right, more right. so in the opposite direction. That being said, God damn, I love that movie so much. I want to yes. kiss it on the mouth. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. That- for England, James? For England. That is the... <laughs> How long you've been waiting to say that to me? Forever. <laughs> a dream fulfilled. Oh, if only my name were Alec. Oh, yes. But it isn't. It's Ed, because I'm white. <laughs> that movie led me to believe that Pierce Brosnan was going to be the best James Bond ever. It really did. It really it did. It gave you so much hope. And then a phrase that I love to use now, they just shit the bed so yeah. hard after that. Mini but, beds. A bed store. Oh, that. yeah. They fucking shit a pier one. They shit a mattress for him. <laughs> no, sleep number. Oh, they sleep. went fucking hot dollar yes. with that. Yeah. Goldeneye is a fucking perfect Bond oh, yeah. film. Anyone who says otherwise doesn't know shit about Bond movies. And it has Jodan Baker. Yeah. Yes. Jodan Baker's in it. So uh, another tight-ass Brit. <laughs> You're not ribs. Yep. Ooh. Second uh, appearance of Joe Don Baker in the yeah. franchise. First time he was a bad guy yeah. in uh, um, The Living weird. Daylights. Weird. Very weird. Very That's weird. Strange. But fuck, this was so close. And even now, when I say perfect, I noticed, and you guys need to go back, when he goes to visit Q Branch, there's a boom drop in it. Boom really? mic fucking breaks frame. Slightly. If you're really paying attention, you caught it. They might have fucking cropped wow. it out since. But in the theater, me and all my friends were like, <gasps> and I know because I saw it twice on the first night it came out. Wow. Because, okay, here's my, my buddy Dave, my old roommate Dave, uh, his, whose brother, uh, Kevin Post, is a musician in Nashville, plays for Blake Shelton. If you like country music, you need to go right now to the iTunes. This is the only non-me, no money being made off of it plug possible. I'm just helping a brother out. But if you like some some for real country, you need to go on to, uh, um, and I'm looking up the name of the album so that I'm not just dipshit here. You need to go on to uh, um, uh, iTunes and purchase Intoxicated and Brokenhearted. Yes. Which is the perfect name 
for a country album. I saw so him. True. Okay, the the cockiest, and he told me this when I met him and ran into him in Nashville. He started out his first real big pro tour as a musician was uh, pedal steel guitars for Terry Clark when she opened for George Strait. Mm. Can you imagine a greater sense of arrogance than being a 21-year-old touring with George Strait in the state of Texas? Nope. Nope. Not at all. Don't care if it's opening. I'm traveling with George fucking Strait. However, Dave and I will still to this day talk about the fucking foolest fool errand we ever in barked upon, which was the week before GoldenEye came out, we said, we're going to watch every Bond movie this week. Oh, my. While going to class at UT full time. Oh, my. It was a, uh, um, like, four movie a night <laughs> type arrangement. Those first James Bond movies are difficult to get through. That's a long slog, my we man. We made it through the first night, to give you an idea, in one night we tried to watch Dr. No. From Russia with Love, Goldfinger, and Thunderball in one fucking night. Watching all those movies in one week man, takes some drinking? fucking resolve. I was still a fucking straight edge okay. at that time. Well, that's you had a better chance of getting through it. Yeah. Did you try all that whilst uh, heavy drinking? Yeah. By the end of Dr. No, because... Dr. No. Dr. Slow... Those first four movies are slower than women's hockey. Yeah. I'm sorry. It is just a fucking penance to get through. Love yeah. them, but no. They're good moments, but yeah. Then Goldeneye hits. And yeah. oh. You've been waiting for it this whole time, waiting for Pierce to get here, waiting for Pierce to get here. He finally shows up. It's <laughs> fucking perfect. And then you walk around to everybody who said differently and say, fuck you, see? Yeah. See? Yep. I was right the whole time, and you then, fucks. Then Tomorrow and then, Never Dies yeah. happens, and you're like, hey. <sighs> Son of a bitch must pay. Yep. And then yep. nothing else was worth a damn since. I mean, with Pierce anyway. Yeah, nothing. And then Casino Royal. And, and then everything's okay. Oh, I can't wait for Spectre. Oh, God. It's going to be amazing. Oh, my God. It's going to be amazing. There's one thing that I'm preparing myself for disappointment on. Because I'm like, if fucking Christoph Waltz's character does not turn out to be Blofeld, I'm going to be heartbroken. Hmm. Unless they do what I want, which is make Vincent Cassell which Blofeld. Because imagine him as Blofeld. Because he has that. He's a sexy man in a scary way. He looks at a guy and you're like, will there be I'm, a cat? Uh, ooh, he'll be petting something. <laughs> but Monica Bellucci is finally a Bond girl. Woo! And uh, what other was I to, uh And fuck it. Okay, you're saying Monica Bellucci is 50, but she's 50 in Monica Bellucci years, which means she's like 20. Oh, I don't um, know. She should be a Bond girl. Out. Out. Yeah. Out. Get out. You're done. Yeah. No more of you. Oh, and I'm sorry. Famke Jansen is a beautiful, or Famke Jansen. Whatever. Has never, never been more fucking jaw-droppingly gorgeous than she was in that movie. Zenya Onetop. God. A little splash. Yes, please. A little splash. Let's, uh, there a little we go. Pellegrino. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's the scotch with the Italian. Mm. It's what I call a Campbell special. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Every every part of that movie, fucking Alan Cumming and him getting fucking blowed He's up. He's fantastic. I'm invincible. <laughs> mm. 
Then we but come shit. to yeah, Goldeneye. So fucking perfect, it was man. Perfect. It was it's perfect. my lunch. <laughs> is that the movie with the sandwich? Yes. Yes. That's my lunch. Oh, Desmond Llewellyn. I fucking love that guy. Uh, and then... And he didn't die of old age. No. In my mind, they just covered up that he died in a bed of 18-year-old models. <laughs> because that is the death that Desmond Llewellyn fucking deserved. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Uh, they oh, all look like hey, Monica Bellucci. Hey, hot 18-year-olds that I'll just slip, and then he slips. Whoops! Whoops. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that is the greatest fucking sound drop because I hear that and I just want to dance. Yeah, well, like, we do. Yeah, uh. we're gonna film one of these episodes. People dance. We dance every time that drop is played. <laughs> it, it's a fact. Seriously, it will be a boring single shot, but we have to do this like on a cast or something to where, <laughs> like, okay, on this day at this time, we're gonna stream it live while we record. It'll be right. like a Saturday night at like eight o'clock central. Oh my! Just because you know it'll have to be when yep. Nicole's out of town or Hope's. Yep. Fucking now, nah, doing whatever Hope does. I <laughs> try, I try not things. to bother her. Right. Um, <laughs> mm. No. No funciona internet. Hopefully that won't happen. <laughs> no funciona internet. <sighs> What's next? A film I watched every night. Got done working at the Mexican restaurant I worked at in San Marcos. This was after the administrators of then Southwest Texas State University and I decided to part ways. Casino. I worked a shift at a sub shop uh-huh. for lunch, and then I worked a shift at a Mexican restaurant on the line. Actually, I think I was washing dishes at the time. I hadn't made it to the line yet. And then I would walk home. Was that was that the restaurant where you dumped the trash cans on the manager's lawn? No, that was before. That okay. was my first restaurant job ever at Peppers. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Now it's a Joe's Crab Shack. I was think. that the restaurant where somebody said, "Tell the fucking degenerates," and and she got a little poo poo platter in response? Oh yes, yes, yeah. That's the one. God, what a fucking shithole. <laughs> but the Mexican restaurant I work at, I I worked at. I got done there and. Walked home and would throw on casino. No, I had I actually had a car then. I would drive home with my uh, my Doberman Pinscher George oh, up in my lap. That's a good name. And I'd get way drunk because I'd be drinking well before closing time oh, at, yeah. at the at the restaurant and watch casino. Remember those days when you just watch one movie? Yep. Now, for whatever reason, I'm like I don't want to watch anything. I'd put something else on usually. I'd like, try something else. Casino. I got casino. Yeah. And I'd watch that fucking thing. Yeah. And it was done. Now I couldn't. Movie. At that time of night, I wouldn't even make fucking half an hour in Oh, hell no. Age. James Woods. Oh, he's such a fucking. I'm with you. Look at me. Can you feel me? Can you feel, can you feel me? In your heart. <laughs> so fucking. I love Jimmy Woods. I really, oh, I really fuck fucking yeah. do. He's fucking awesome. Yeah. Oh, it was so funny when there, there was a um, what, the Daily Show did a thing where they would go to uh, the conventions mm-hmm. and um, they, they'd see an actor and like I, I forget who it was I it might have been Colbert or it might have been Mo Rocca even I don't know because I thought it was funny so it was probably Colbert but they do a thing where they <laughs> would chase somebody yeah, and uh, mistake them for a celebrity mm-hmm. and I think it was Colbert he ran it. I was like whoa, whoa. and he turned and was like oh I, I'm sorry I thought you were James Woods he's like I am James Woods. He goes, yeah. 
nice try, buddy. And walks <laughs> away. And it's just James Wood standing there like, wait, what, what the f- Oh, that's what? awesome. But, but good sense of humor. Evidently, James Woods is a fucking riot. I believe it. And a we need to do a James Woods show. Up, oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah. Straight up goddamn genius. I love James Woods. Like, literally, he is, uh, like, I believe from that. an academic standpoint, a genius. That movie, oh, fucking Pesci. I thought he was terrifying as Tommy DeVito. <laughs> Whatever. The number, the amount of times. Did he do this? Fucking Charlie M. The number of times at the at the Blockbuster video where I worked, when people weren't gone, I'd be like, would somebody do something? was like, hey, uh, where's the tough guy? Told my friend, go fuck himself. Hey, you hear a little girl? You hear a little girl around? Is somebody be complaining about work? I'd be like, hey, Frankie, you hear a little girl around here? You hear a little girl whining? I'm uh, What I'll probably do is just bust you in your fucking head. I'll go to jail for about 20 years, but then I'll get out. I'll bust you in your fucking head again. Because I'm stupid. Because I'm fucking stupid. I don't give a shit about jail. God. Oh, when they busted that guy's hand. It is overlooked and underrated. Totally. Well, it's because it came out. uh, Did Scorsese do anything between Goodfellas and Casino? He He might have. But the fact that we're asking that question means no, he didn't. He might have made a movie, but he didn't fucking do anything. And it's one movie that no matter what, it is always going to be fucking sitting in the back seat. And it is, yes. While The Departed and Goodfellas yeah, drive it down the highway. That but movie is God. sitting bitch between those it two. Is sitting, it is sitting Lucky Pierre between those two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my uh, God. You talk about films as a smoker that make you want to smoke. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. I don't even think De Niro even inhales the yeah. entire time. Yeah. But it is... When he Constant. gets up from behind his desk and he's not wearing pants, oh, yeah. like, f- yeah. You, yeah. And, then, and then when I owned a suit and wore it, I was like, dude, if I could do that, I would totally fucking do yes. that. You get... And his suits were magnificent. <laughs> like, seriously, if I was a billionaire, like, if I won a, not a billionaire, if I won, like, a $200 million lottery, yeah. you and I would go somewhere and get the entire Ace Rothstein collection of suits. <sighs> Fantastic. Like, we'd both stop working and just wear those suits all the time. And the and tailor would be YouTube like. YouTube show called Aces High with Aces <laughs> Rothsteins. We're both Ace Rothsteins. <laughs> that's what would happen. And you just know that the tailor would be like, are, are you sure? No. Do you have something that's more salmon? Yes. This, I need metallic salmon. It's salmon, but it really doesn't have that shine to it. Yeah. I want a shiny salmon I'm suit. thinking more something like LeMay, yeah. but salmon. What's the biggest pair of non-prescription glasses you can get me? Because I need those. I mean, I don't want Zach Baggins big. I want Harry no. Carey big. Yes. I want something that shields my ears. <laughs> I want Oakley to design I want some shit that I can fucking weld in. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Oh, man. Cas- yeah, you're right. Casino is... So beautiful. And Sharon Stone uh, is a fucking revelation in that thing. And, and that's the, the one, hell, one of the Sharon? few times that that word is used, and I'm like, she yes, is. you're absolutely right. She's amazing. Yeah, in she's not just some woman who flashes her... Oh, she just plays some trashy... No. No. There's an arc. That woman can fucking act. There's an arc of degeneration, or yeah. maybe just a, a trajectory down. Yeah, you, you give her... A good script and a director who doesn't just look at her as a body right. and who will be like... And won't just accept this. Yeah. this. She yeah. strikes me as someone you have to go, look. Yeah. Yep. Well, it's like it's I did uh, Joseph, 
It was mm. Stella Tano Pictures International. National. I went and uh, shot something with him on Saturday, mm. and I felt older than fuck because I'm playing his dad. Oh, my. Yes. But it's funny because I so like... Stella Tano Pictures International Senior, huh? Yeah, pretty much. I'm delivering a line of dialogue, and I'm like, I'll deliver it once, then stop, and do it again and again. And he's like, was that good? I was like, no, it wasn't. What do you need me to do? And he'd give me a line, and I would literally, every line I'd give him five readings on. Because I'm like, no, you're the director. You have to tell me what it's supposed to be. I'm yeah. an actor in film. You fucking dictate what you yeah. want, and I will give it to you. And if I don't give it to you, then we do it again. We fucking do it again. Yeah. Which, by the way, we need to, at some point, you have to come over and watch Whiplash, because I want to watch that movie with you. I don't think Nicole will like it. Okay. It's intense, but I want to watch it with you, because I think you will... Shit your pants at how great it is. Hey, yeah. And I what if I g- literally do? I'll bring an extra pair, like a frosting, <laughs> ace, a frosting, a frosting. Don't drop that duck and duck. Yep. Oh man, Casino. That movie was fucking dead on. It is, and I haven't watched it damn near enough. God knows I have. Yeah. Toy Story. There's a reason Pixar is fucking Pixar. Yeah. And that is two words. John motherfucking Lasseter. Yeah, buddy. That guy has I literally sat together. at John Lasseter's feet. Yeah. Oh, that was awesome, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Like, tell me more. Tell me more, John Lasseter. Tell me more, sir. And I just love that his idea is fuck all of it. Pixar, the thing I love about Pixar, when they hire an actor to be in a movie, like, okay, come on in and do this voice. Mm-hmm. And if they do a voice, it's like, stop. We didn't hire you to do a voice. We hired you to do the character. Right. Which is why Tom Hanks doesn't have an accent as the cowboy Woody. Right. Which is the reason John Ratzenberger, who has been in every Pixar film, has just been John Ratzenberger. Which is why instead of casting a non-Scottish actress or actors in Brave, who played the king? Billy fucking Connolly. Yeah. Who played the, uh, um, who played Mirda? Fucking uh, Kelly McDonald. Yeah. The closest they got, did not Emma Thompson play the mother in that? I don't know. I never saw it. Here's the thing. If it was, I don't remember. I've had a few scotches. <laughs> I would let Emma Thompson play my mom and be like, no, you don't have to, no, you, anything you want is perfect. That's fine. And then it gets into a weird Oedipal thing because I'm madly in love with Emma Thompson. Sure. I absolutely adore her because if you don't love Emma Thompson, there's something genetically fucking wrong with you. Yes. She's brilliant. She's hilarious. She's beautiful. If you don't love Emma Thompson, then you have some weird, unrealistic, and unattainable standard. Yeah. (laughs) But perhaps. Toy Story was the first animated movie I remember going to as an adult and being like, this movie was made for me. Yeah. Well, not going to, seeing, because this was the only animated movie I went to mm-hmm. <laughs> at that point as an adult. It was not, it was smart, beautifully structured, had themes that connected, that you could identify with. And for somebody like me who anthropomorphized everything that I had, like, oh, yeah. no, I can't get rid of a toy because he'll... Th- I, okay, Jim's embarrassing admissions. When I was a kid, I had three stuffed animals that I loved. One was a little puppy, mm-hmm. one was a little uh, tiger, mm-hmm. and one was a figment dragon that I got at Epcot Center. Nice. 
those were my guys. That's what they were referred to, my guys. I had, like, they're all in mint condition from when I bought them because I had this little blanket from when I was a baby. It was a kitty cat blanket. Mm -hmm. And I had all of them tied up in it, bundled up, and never saw them because if I slept with one of them and not the others, the others would feel bad. I see. So for somebody who is at that fucking level, and when I say that, I mean, I could go down to the uh, little case that they're in and pull out the tied-up blanket that they're all still in. Merciful fate. Yeah, because that's how I stored them, because that's how they've always been. It would kill me. And the fact that I'm like, they have just grown accustomed to the fact that they're in this small Schlitz beer wooden fucking case that was my nightstand for years. Right. They've just accepted that that's their lot in life, and they're okay just hanging out together all the time. Um, I don't think about that too much, because even at fucking 40 years old, that would destroy <laughs> me mentally. They should be out and sitting up there with the fucking Lemmy and all that. But I don't want to upset the natural order that no, they're accustomed no, to. No. You, <laughs> you stone-hearted motherfucker, eight-year-old child being like, my stuffed animals will feel bad if they'll live by themselves. <laughs> by the way, whenever hey, whenever Hope and I watch something with Doctor Who, and I go, this one has Billy Piper. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to get back to the thought. And, and, and she's like, kind of dreadful. Do you know that? She's like, you need to. Sh-. Wait, she is. She is both. She's like Hope's like stop. I'm like yes because Rose McGowan is a fucking beat. Not Ro- what? Billy this show is interesting yeah. Scotch. Billy Piper is a fucking monster. You're right. She's hideous. Yeah, she's not one of the most objectively beautiful people on the planet. I wouldn't go that far, Bolf. You wouldn't? Nope. Not oh. at all. She's a very pretty woman. My mom is not involved. I'm going to go back and see Mickey. Or hey, Mickey. I don't care what his name is. Doctor, I'm here for no apparent reason. <laughs> Other than to make the fans go, ooh, ooh, that's Roll Tylum. Hey, both, it's look, it's Roll Tylum. We need to fill this with scotch. Just have this full of scotch all the time. I don't think to... the scotch will get a chance, both. Yeah, I don't think so either. Nope. We're gonna fill. We're gonna. We're gonna kill this motherfucker. <laughs> we're so, Toy Story was fucking fantastic. Oh, Toy Story is where and it's a game at, changer. Man. I remember when they said, "Oh, all animation is gonna go digital." Like, Fuck that. Well, not, yeah. Well, that's and, bullshit. And everything they do is gonna be awful. Yeah. Uh oh. Well, and here's the thing. If Pixar was hand-drawn, it would still be better oh, than Oh, that's right. Yeah, because of the process. Yeah. I'm just saying that's one of the, it was a game-changer because of oh, that. Oh, yeah. I'm with me. you. Hey, hey. Anyway. Hey, I, I'm with you. You motherfucker. Feel your heart. Can you feel me? In your heart. <laughs> so creepy. <clears throat> Heat. Heat. Another movie that I bought tickets to the first two showings of. I would buy... One picture, one ticket to one showing forever. Oh, God, yeah. God damn, the movie's oh. good. And the fact that De Niro and Pacino are only on screen for one scene, but marona mia. Yeah. There are a few film scenes that can be accurately described as perfect. Yeah. This is one of them. Yes. Oh, God. And I just shit my... Oh. Now, say my name. I didn't mean to hit that at all. That's what happens when you scroll through these... Looking for some kind of stupid ass drop to dropity drop. You're looking to become a penologist, Victorville. <sighs> what do you care what I fucking read? I, I'm I'm sorry. I was just trying to make. I got a woman. You know, I once knew a guy. He said, uh, 
allow nothing, no connections, nothing in your life. You're not willing to turn your back on a walk out of five seconds flat. You see the heat around the corner. Mm-hmm. Keeps looking at the door. Oh, keeps looking. Keeps looking at the door. Problem is my ex-wife, my, I, got a, I got a stepdaughter whose dad is this large type asshole. <laughs> you can come into my house. You can fuck my wife. You can sit in her bullshit postmodern kitchen. But what you cannot do is watch my motherfucking TV. Nope. My Pacino's not bad. It's gotten better. But I haven't actually worked on it. <laughs> it's gotten better. I'm not saying it's What's good. Up? It's gotten better. Now, that's Bob. You can get killed. Walking your doggy. I will not hesitate. Oh, fuck. Hey, there's a flip side to that coin. See, if it's a choice between you and some poor bastard, his wife. You're about to turn into a widow. Mm-hmm. I will not hesitate. Yep. That movie is fucking flawless. Every storyline is given a beginning, middle, and end. Fucking Haysbert as the chef. Fucking uh, what's the what's the guy's name who's killing the fucking prostitutes? Red uh, uh, I Redbone. Redbone. Red 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 Monobone ah, Uh Wait! 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 It's something, man. Fuck! It's it's yeah. It's something. Thanks, Jim. <laughs> We're glad you're on this show. Without you, we wouldn't have known that that character... Wayne Grow. Wayne Grow. Nothing to do with bone at all. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing to do with red or bone. But... <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Everything is given a beginning, middle, and end. And he, except for fucking Amy Brennan, the fucking girlfriend that he, she is... But then again, well, that's that what makes happens. Sense. She's left because high and fucking it. dry. Walked out gone when ashley judd walks out on the balcony and looks at batman yep (laughs) yes and just as that little and his expression changes and he gets in the car and leaves oh yeah it's got that fucking michael mann deep blue with the silhouette on it speaking of sound editing from another planet speaking of have you seen the fucking preview for hannibal season three no. Are you up to see speed on Hannibal? No. <gasps> it's so good. It's, somebody has to come free on Prime. I'm not watching it. Fuck well, is wrong shit. you. What the fuck? I'll download it for you from a totally legal source. Source that. Right, fine. I'll, I'll pay for it. Yeah, it's a phenomenal. <laughs> um. Oh my god, that is so fuck. Everything about that movie is gorgeous. Flawless yeah. and fucking beautiful. It is fantastic. It is a perfect heist film, perfect crime film, greatest goddamn shootout. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. The sound. Oh, the sound. It's the first the, time that surround sound hit me when I'm like, what's that tinkling? Is that the bullet casings hitting the fucking ground? Yes. Yes, it oh, is. That. It's so, even though it's gently romanticized, it's it's like the polar opposite of like Tarantino crime. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. everyone's cool and hip and it's okay. No, no, there's going to be somebody you have to fucking take out. Yeah, and it's going to be necessary ugly. for the job. Yeah. It Henry have, Rollins gets punched in the face. You know, oh yeah. Bill Fincher gets fucking shot. Oh, there's never just a place where you can call home. No, it's, uh-uh. it's not some cool pad you hang out. No, nope. no, and watch nope. the Lost Boys. Nope, that didn't happen. That fucking gorgeous house that De Niro has—that's fucking completely empty. Empty, and he just goes there, 
and looks at the coffee cup, looks at the ocean. Yeah. Like, seriously, that's a shit that, you know, again, the billion dollar compound would be over a lake. And every one of my friends that I built a house would have that shit that they could go and just look out at the water. Yeah. Like that at night. Have just the giant windows, but it would be reflective so that no one could see in. So you could just be sitting there looking out the window. Stark naked, fapping it. Yeah. To the sea. With a glass of scotch your hand going, <laughs> oh, grilled cheese. Mmm. Nice beaver. <laughs> That's Priscilla Presley's beaver. Mm-hmm. Nice. I'm marry a 15-year-old girl. Her. My <laughs> favorite fucking character name ever, because that's Francis. That's right from, from Pee Wee's Big Adventure, and his Francis. character's name in that movie is Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo. That's right. Something else from the Crack Podcast where they talked about celebrities who, if they were alive today, if Elvis was alive today, no one would like him because some racist shit would have come out. Probably no question. Probably some racist shit would have come out. Like, Ugh. don't say that. Oh goodness, now. Elvis Aaron Blaisley. Have, have you listened to the last Bill Burr stand-up special on Netflix? No. It's called uh, I'm Sorry You Feel That Way. You'll love this because he talks about the whole thing with like Roger Sterling and Paula mm. Dean and the guy from Duck Dynasty. He's like, nobody's bringing up their age. <laughs> like, Nor the, would they. The guy from Duck Dynasty. What do you think that guy thought? He went to Sunday school in the 40s. You think he had some sort of progressive idea about homosexuality? He was waiting to unload on us? No. No. You would fucking love it. It's great. Sure. Watch Bill it. Burr. Bill Burr. Fantastic. It's fucking brilliant. Fucking brilliant, dude. We fucking end this show with Jumanji. Mm. I haven't seen Jumanji. I have. Eh? Yeah. Jumanji. So you're saying you hate Robin Williams and you're glad he's dead? In some way. <laughs> there's part of me at every time of my life. Well... Since February 4th, 1976 to this very day. That, yes. That hates Robin Williams and is glad he's dead. Isolate that for a drop. <laughs> wow. Oh, and, and, uh... <laughs> he's just a little horse. He's just a little horse. So, yeah, Jumanji can't speak on. So let's end this talking, speaking positively of Heat. Okay. Heat, I think, is the last perfect performance from every person involved in it. Yes. Except for maybe Bill Fincher, because Bill Fincher is one of those guys, someday that motherfucker is going to, he's going to be a J.K. Simmons. He's someday going to win an Oscar, and everyone's going to be like, about fucking. Bill Fincher's the perfect cog for the perfect machine. I need someone who's this. Oh, Bill Fincher? Bill Fincher, Gary Cole. Yeah. Um, I just watched Elysium. Yeah. Bill Fincher is a dick. Yeah. And nails it. Of course. Bill that Fincher's... movie's bullshit, by the way. <laughs> oh, totally, yeah. Complete bullshit. But uh, here's the thing. Who? I'm g- uh, here's a good discussion to end it on. Mm. Who should win an Oscar first, Bill Fincher or Gary Cole? Or, wait, wait, no, there's another guy. There's another guy. I'm blanking on his name. Uh, hold on. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up because I want to throw a third into this. Uh, he was Gary Cole has some parts that are dick-ish. Fincher has, plays, has uh, roles that are, he's almost always... But not necessarily as a dick, uh, or uh, William Sadler. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so William Sadler, Bill Fincher, Gary Cole. Who should win an Oscar first? This is a good good discussion to have. Win an Oscar first? Yeah. 
Because, like, J.K. Simmons is top on my list, and that is going to be taken care of in short fucking order because nobody stands a chance on that one but him. And I will be standing up, applauding, totally naked. Don't ask me why. Don't question my process. Mm -hmm. That's how I have to deal with it. I will fucking love him winning that. But between Sadler, Cole, Fincher. Here's the thing. I don't know who should. Who do you think will? Because not none of them have done much lately, but like that's that shit where one of them will come out with some shit that'll surprise I you. I want Sadler, but I think it'll be Cole. I'd love honestly, and here's the reason you'll say you I'm want Sadler. Do, but, you know. Here's the thing. Cole, I want Cole and I think he'll do it because I worked in an office not long after Office Space came out, and the number of fucking cubes that just had a still of him with the as Lumberg with the coffee cup going, of hey, hey, you know what would be great? Is it, okay. That's why I want him to win it, because he has nailed every fucking middle management at a goddamn sales company anywhere. He nailed it. And that's why I'm kind of leaning towards Cole. Sadler is one of those guys who will just out of nowhere hit something that's like, okay, it's the greatest fucking performance that's, ever. That's kind of what I'm thinking is going to happen. Yeah. But but it could literally it could be any of them. Fincher I think is least likely just because his his amazing work is it's too recognized as kind of like cuz he's in too much so people are sort of numb to how fucking good he is in everything. Yeah. Well, he knows his role and he plays it to the hill. Oh, he plays the balls off of it. Yeah. He kicks the ass like, clean oh, okay. out of that. I know yeah. how to do this. No problem. Yeah. We're we're good. You you, you want to direct me in this? Yeah. No? Okay. Hey hey hey. Whatever you need. This is what I'm thinking. Do you feel me? Uh, <laughs> in your heart. In your actually. Fuck. You want to talk about who should win an Oscar next? Jimmy fucking Woods. Whoa. Jimmy fucking Woods should have a wall in his house made out of Oscars, much like fucking. Uh, I agree. Michael Keaton. But all of them should, and we'll Henry Winkler should have an Oscar too. Yeah. Why not? The number of ah. The crime that is the Oscars. And the fact that people pay as much attention to that shit as they do. Just a fucking trade party, yeah. y'all. It's Dog no big deal. and a pony show. Yeah, it's no big deal. No big deal. Fun to watch. Yeah. Fun to talk about. Don't so, get too wrapped up. Unless you're a producer. Then get fucking wrapped up. Oh, hell yeah. Up. Then get fucking amped in that. Way wrapped Now, here's the thing. We're going to throw out our plugs, and then at the end of it, we're going to have a conversation that you're going to want to stick around for. Uh, Clarkson's like, what the fuck are you talking about? about? Don't worry. Okay, so check us out at www.thefilmthugs.com. There you will be able to click on any uh, one of our numerous links that will take you to one of our wonderful sponsors. Here's the beauty of our sponsors. You don't pay us. They do. No extra cost in using Amazon, T-Fury, BarkBox, Mm. Best Buy. Um, There's like two others I'm not remembering right now, but hey, you got the fucking main ones. Uh, email us at thefilmthugs at gmail.com or thugquestions at gmail.com. Here's the beauty. The second one, Clark, you know what's great about that second one? What's that? We don't know what the questions are until we're answering them on the show. True. You're going to get to hear our Dead. improv skills. And it's brilliant because we are quick on our fucking feet. We don't even, like, seriously, Hunter Using from the uh, Midnight Movie Cowboys Indeed. records those for us, and we're set. Uh, thugquestions at gmail.com. You can call us at the underscore film underscore thugs on Skype or 512-666-RANT. 512-666-RANT. That way you will get an awesome message from us 
uh, well, no, we'll get a message from you that will play and then read what Google translates that to. Um, or you can leave us your number or a number of some one of your friends from we can leave voicemails for them. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, seriously, leave a fucking number and we'll call them. Abusive, not abusive. Uh, yeah, and, and specify what you want us to do. You can do that through <laughs> Twitter, Vine, all of those were the film yeah. thugs. We're also on Facebook. Now, the discussion I said we were going to have at the end of it. Next week, should mm. we do Johnny Depp before Disney? What was one of the other ones we were talking about doing? Uh, uh, Jimmy Woods. James Woods. Christopher Lambert. Chris, La- uh, Chris Lambert's going to be one that we'll have to tie in with something else because it'd be a lot of, I don't know what that is. <laughs> that could be a movie. Um, could be the name of a chicken sandwich. Here's Johnny. Let's get Johnny. Let's do Johnny. Next time, we're going to talk about Johnny Depp, pre-Disney, then what the fuck happened to that guy. The money happened. The m- but oh, well, we'll talk about yeah. that. And, hey, guys, seriously, we do the same thing. If we got that, no problem. A, a just shipping container full of hundred dollar yeah. bills dumped I'll on us every day, every day, done. That's fine. Uh, so, is there anything else we need to discuss? Nice beaver. <laughs>